0: listeners, you find us this week in something of a summer holiday frame of mind. Aid is away on holiday, I'm kind of off on my holidays now, and Rachel's, um, well she's just been super busy writing lots of proposals for hopefully upcoming events and activities that she's got going on. Um, So we didn't have time to get together and record a show this week, but we didn't want to leave you with nothing, although heaven knows you may have been glad of the break. So I took the recorder with me last night when I went out for a photo walk with my good friend NASA around Oxford and um, did some recording whilst we were out there. So that's what I'm going to share with you this week. Uh, It's a bit rambly as we were rambling and my brain can't really cope with the concept of walking and talking and making both of those things coherent at the same time. So um, both my thoughts are a bit all over the place and also I'm nearly getting. over quite a lot so enjoy that Uh, and of course enjoy my ever-present good microphone handling skills going on Um, but it's you know it's not too bad Uh, hopefully you'll get something from it Um, next week Uh, We'll have a backing paper on Sunday, uh, well, Monday for you guys. uh, And hopefully the show next week will be the first of our assignment shows, uh, which I think is going to be Rachel's first because she's the most organized. So hopefully that will be going up next week. So that's something to look forward to. Um, But until then, I will hand over to myself. Okay, we're here for a very live, exciting recording, um, broadcasting live from NASA. Wait, hang on, let me reread that. Broadcasting live with NASA. I am here in sunny Oxford. Uh, It's in the evening, a bit cloudy. I'm here with NASA, uh, NASA Hamid, not NASA Hussein. (laughs) Nobody would make that mistake. Um, And we're here to take some pictures. Now, NASA, this is your stomping ground. Mm. You've been taking pictures around here for how many
1: years now? Oh, too many to count. Maybe. We'll try. Maybe
0: 10, 12? Okay, 10, 12 years.
1: Well, more than that, but. 10, 12 <laughs> 13 <laughs> 20. My, 20
0: my whole life Nass has been here taking pictures around Oxford since the year 1812 um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he wouldn't tell it by his confection um, the thing that I'm really interested to talk to you about this evening and what we're going to explore as we go around is how you keep being inspired to take pictures and, and what you like to return to when you're taking pictures in the same place over and over and over again um, so what are we going to be looking for this evening
1: well Me personally, I'm going to be looking for colour because I've just loaded up a roll of ProView 100F. Um, Most of the time I'm doing photography in my lunch break and most of the time I'm just really for convenience, I'm shooting black and white because it's uh, very simple to develop. It usually takes me a while to build up a a batch of of colour film or I want to order um, chemicals and then getting the time to develop those it just takes ages so I mostly shoot black and white Um, recently I've just been sending colour away but um, uh, today I've decided to shoot some slide film Um, so for me, yeah, I'm just going to be looking for Mm. colour it's quite
0: the light like this should be quite good for signing some nice colour because it's not it's nice and bright but it's not too sharp is it? Yeah. Um, uh, and what are you out shooting tonight? Because that's pretty. I was going to say handsome beast, but I'm not <laughs> sure handsome is the word I would use to describe it. <laughs>
1: well It's a classic design, it's a Mamiya Super 23 press camera. I've got a six by seven back on this, so I've got ten shots on the roll. Should be. We... <laughs> to be getting on with?
0: <laughs> it's a big, chunky beast. And, and I have got with me um, a Nikon... I mean, what the heck have I got with me? It's a Nikon... 301. A Nikon 301, yes, 301. with um, a beautiful uh, Nikkor P 105mm um, lens, which was given to me. So both these are actually given me. So the lens was given to me by our good friend Lyndon from um, Londinium Cameras. Uh, it's a little scuffed on the front would you Just say? a bit. A few interesting markings and um, the F301 was given to me by uh, the lovely Alex Purcell so I could use my scuffed lens um, and, I've, and I've loaded it up with the the poor man's Provia which is of course <laughs> Fuji Superior, <laughs> uh, much the same. Um, so we're going to go and see what we can find and report back on uh, what's out there. So when you're out walking the streets you're obviously going to see a lot of things of the same every time we just stop to take a picture of this cool old Citroen um that apparently is always parked up there um what is it that you do because you the moment you saw it, went, oh i love you know great car i'm gonna go take a picture of this and you've clearly taken lots of pictures what is it that makes it worth you taking a picture again
1: this time because i've always got a different camera a different lens a different film um I'm changing up the gear I'm using all the time, so it just makes me look at things a bit differently. Like, for example, the camera I've got today, it's a um, it's a rangefinder, so I can't focus very close. Um, I can't I can't see what's going to be in focus and out of focus. Um, so the, the shot I did today is, is very different from a lot of the others that I've done because I, I like photographing details on that car, not necessarily the whole car. Um, uh, but yeah, depending on the the camera and the lens, um, the shot's going to be different, and the light, of course.
0: Yeah, and so um, and you're shooting slide film today, so it's going to be nice and bright colours. Um, the other thing we've just taken a picture of is uh, there's this building in front of us. It's the Jericho and St Barnabas Community Centre. Um, it's got these really nice bright red window frames and because it's so hot they've wedged child's plastic seats in to hold them open so we've got one with a yellow seat wedging it open and one with the red seat so um stuff like that that's fairly random is, is that going to catch your eye when you're out and about oh absolutely yeah i mean i've never seen that before <laughs>
1: <laughs> i've photographed through the windows before but no one's ever been in there um, oh i'm glad
0: you followed up with no window. um
1: yeah I don't mind photographing the same thing because the light is usually always different, even slightly different. And like I say, I'm usually using uh, different films, different cameras, so your pictures always come out slightly different.
0: One of the things that I tend to struggle with, especially if I'm shooting somewhere familiar to me, whether it's the village I live in or just uh, uh, something I return to often, is um, thinking about the what I'm going to do with the picture in the end, and that will often hold me back. I'll go, well, OK, I could take another picture of this... But what am I going to do with it? How, how do you get over that mental hurdle?
1: Um, I'm just excited to see what the picture looks like. <laughs> That's a pretty good answer. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do anything with it, but look at it. Yeah. You don't have to show anybody. Um, for me, the fun is in, in the making. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, going out, looking through the camera, making exposure, developing the film maybe scanning it or, or, or printing it or both, um, making a contact sheet of it you know, doing all those things. Um, if nobody ever, ever sees that picture, I've had enjoyment in that whole process.
0: Yeah. So like th- that picture you just took of the, um, the red window frame with the yellow chair wedged in it, when you're taking it, I mean, do you think, oh, you know, is that likely to be a picture that you do ever share with somebody else? Or, or is that thinking, oh, I, I want to take this just for me? Um, because it is quite an abstract thing. And you know, when I think most of the work that you share, you know, it's obviously it's a lot of the stuff you shoot with the, um, the crew, cast and crew of Endeavour going on around here and um, and all your portraits and stuff like that. So do you take stuff like that and just think, oh, yeah, this is fun, but it's just for me? Or, or is there a home for stuff like that? Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, Flickr is my home for stuff like that. Everything and anything. Yeah, well, it's slide film, so um, if I can make a good scan of it, I always find slide film a bit tricky to to scan, depending on the contrast range. But um, if I can make a nice scan of it and and I'm pleased with it, yeah, I'll put it up on Flickr. Um, other people can see it or not; it doesn't matter. But for me, I'm really looking forward to seeing that original slide on a light box. Yeah. Um, really that's my end goal is just to see what it looks like.
0: And six by seven, such a lovely size as well. I mean it's one of those things where everybody should even if they just do it once should have a go at shooting slide them because seeing slides, whether they're thirty five mil or especially if they're six by seven. I think I remember talking the first time we had you on the show, you were talking about in a previous job where you were dealing with sort of eight by ten yeah. um transparencies and they were just like stained glass yeah. windows. There's something really special about Slide Film that you, you should experience it at least once. I totally agree. Um, we're down today in Jericho, which is sort of on... Well, it's not on the outskirts of Oxford, but it's off from the centre.
1: Yeah, it's sort of the, uh, the beginning of North Oxford.
0: Yeah. So what, we left the centre today for a couple of reasons. First, because we've been to the centre a couple of times, but um, also it, I find when you're in places that are particularly well traveled and quite touristy it's hard not to look at shots and go a million people have taken this shot before so it's it's quite nice and to come to somewhere that might not have any of the iconic buildings as such but
1: um there's quite a lot of detail and stuff like that isn't there oh there's a lot yes there's a lot of texture here and um if you look at the front doors no two doors next to each other seem to be the same I mean, and then as we go around um, even looking at the height of the doorsteps quite often they'll be different um, houses next door to each other, the windows all seem different um, I think there's a, a lot to, to, to see here, you can easily just walk past it and uh, not notice it but um, when you're with a camera the more you look at things closer than you would normally look um, the more, more you start to see um, differences yeah. Yeah, I, I really like this place. But, you know, I've worked at UP for 22 years. And uh, this is why I was trying to work out how long it's been since I've been coming around Jericho to photograph. And uh, certainly not those 22 years. Yeah. Probably uh, since I got into back into film, um, that's probably when I first started uh, coming around here. Because... Um, so, someone told me a quote by a photographer many, many years ago, and I can't remember the exact quote, but it's something like um, uh, this photographer said that they'd made all their best pictures within 100 feet of their front door. And um, that's always stuck with me that you don't have to travel miles and miles to go to some exotic <laughs> landscape. Um, you should look at what's right in front of you, what's, you know on the street you live in or where you work uh just look closer to home and i think there's a a lot there to be seen and discovered yeah i i wonder
0: whether it's one of those things where where you've got the big obvious shots to take you know whatever sydney harbour bridge or the you know in the towers in the library in oxford and stuff like that um they're great but um if you're out shooting your own personal space things get more personal because you're, you're capturing smaller more personal more intimate details and i think although in the fast scroll instagram click world those might not always be picked up on but when people do slow down and look at work more i think those kinds of pictures are much more likely to make a deeper connection with people because they are more personal Small elements in quiet spaces and whatever it may be are just more meaningful and they're, they're windows into a, another space that isn't already highly publicized. I, I
1: totally agree, and also I'm photographing for a large part just to document what I'm encountering, what I'm seeing day to day it's for me. Yeah, um, you know, 20 years from now. Hopefully, I might be retired um, and I won't be wandering around Jericho probably. But um, I'll have a a nice archive of pictures to flick through and just to remind myself of things that I used to see. I mean, I wish I was photographing back 22 years ago when I started at OUP. Yeah.
0: Um, that's that's. I mean, can you it. imagine oh. looking at the cars back then? Yeah, that's pretty true. actually that's a good question because you know, we're out here and these streets are quite small and they're quite cluttered up with cars. I mean, all right, we've got the odd very cool car like the Citroen we just saw, but most of them are just you know, ordinary car ass cars. What's your feelings on including cars versus not including
1: cars? Def- in... Definitely do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got a massive regret that um, back when I started photography and I was just concentrating on the postcard views of Oxford, the beautiful architecture. Um, I didn't include cars, I didn't include pic- uh, people. I think I said this the last time that I was on the show, that um, when I look back at those pictures, they it's kind of timeless, and I regret that.
0: Yeah, and it's easy to um, underestimate how quickly that turns over as well yeah. you might oh you know cars just look the same and yeah sure when i look at the pictures from the 70s everything looks cool but not now but you know but the yeah, 80s the 80s look cool but yeah and some of the stuff in the 90s looks pretty cool like yeah i mean we're getting to 10 years ago you know and things are interesting stuff changes very rapidly and cars and clothing in particular are a real high turnover in just terms of style aren't they
1: so yeah and back then in the 70s and 80s those cars didn't really look that cool then no, I mean we look back and now we think, wow, look at that Ford Capri or whatever. Um, but it'll, a lot of the, the same stuff will be, just, you know, happening again in ten years' time. And whatever cars we can see from here, I'm sure <laughs> um we won't look back at those and think, oh, look at those design classics. But we will probably look at them and think, oh look at how many petrol cars are on the the street compared to um, you know the future where it might all be electric, who knows?
0: Yeah, yeah, and they they trigger memories as well don't they? I mean they are just keynotes in there. Well let's go and find some more fun colour stuff and um,
1: let's see what else is out
0: there. Okay. So whilst we're wandering around here let's talk a bit about limitations Mm -hmm. because we're starting to bump up against those, both of us this evening. So you've got um, Portra 100, 100 Provia 100 Provia 100 yep. sorry loaded so. in there um, not a particularly forgiving film because it's a slide film so you've not got a lot of room to play with and um, like I said the light's nice but it's not bright mm-hmm. and even if it was bright we'd be starting to hit quite a lot of shadows now so what are you finding that your shutter speeds are getting down to in these back alleys?
1: well I just shot this last frame at a 60th so 60th of 5.6 and the one before that a 15th <laughs> Five, six, but um it's a, a, a leaf shutter lens so I've got no mirror slap and uh, I, d- I did consider this before I came out but um it's fine I've only got 10 shots on this roll and I'm on frame 8 already so the next roll I put in which will be uh possibly Velvia 100 I'm, I might well just push a stop so it's not really a problem
0: so, uh, so yeah and I suppose you just making a choice between whether you're going to go with the depth of field and at least with the leaf shutter on that you've got a bit of room to handhold it a lot more forgivingly. Um, uh, my limitation is um, I'm shooting with a 105 millimeter lens um, and I never <laughs> shoot with a longer lens. Um, I'm very happy with 50 millimeters and that's yeah, my, very much my comfort zone and um, so what I'm having to do at the moment is sort of go backwards a lot um because I, essentially i'm trying to frame things in the same way as i do with a 50 millimeter with a 105 millimeter lens which is you were saying probably not the best way to approach using the lens
1: no maybe pick out more details than you would ordinarily so for example you could be picking out details that are further up the building than uh, you could fill the frame with with a 50 mil um for example or uh Maybe pick some layers in your frame where you, your lens will compress the the distance between um, the different objects. Um, so use that to your advantage. Whereas with a 50 mil, you won't get that uh, compression. Got gotcha. you. Um, yeah, maybe try something different. Let's just so lean into the differences
0: here. rather than trying to compensate for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Oh, this is uh, looking like we've got some good graffiti around here. And some good this church St Barnabas church we're just walking past now that is a really striking building it's kind of kind of brutal but also kind of beautiful in its own yeah. kind of rough and ready way this is why it's great to get out of the center of town and see some of the other stuff that's around because it's a lot more interesting for the most part and there's not as many people about mm. oh here we go so nice
1: old garage doors, nice old
0: garage doors here, paint. yeah, lots of just color and texture and stuff like that so oh, perfect let's get some pictures here
1: yeah. I like to come round here because um, one, two, three, the, uh, the third door there, quite often um, there's a motorbike parked in there, um, but there must be so much stuff in that garage that the, the whole motorbike can't fit in, so the the door <laughs> is usually sort of half ajar, so you get this nice view where you see some of the stuff in there, Yeah. Um, but it's potluck whether I come round here and the motorbike's there or not, but on this occasion obviously the, the door's closed so we can't can't uh, get that shot but it's okay i I, I love the different shades of blue yeah um, on these garage doors
0: this is the big advantage isn't it for getting to know an area really well is Mm. that you do start to pick up on these little random tiny quirks and you might walk past something and on the day that you're there you just not have the right camera not have the right film but it's something to come back to again. Totally and um, and it is the flip side to getting bored with seeing the same thing over and over again. If you start to focus on some of the smaller details and maybe just some of the patterns, you know, if, are you seeing the same people? Are they are they going around at the same time? You know, can you make use of that? Can you predict where people are going to be? Because when it comes to photography, if you if you know where people are going to be, that's sort of superpower, really, when it comes to setting
1: up shots, isn't it? Yeah. Well, if you want people, then you go to the centre. But if you don't really want people, who come to Jericho because <laughs> most of the time, Jericho, to me, it feels deserted. Yeah, cause it's, it's Super. I've peaceful never here. seen. Yeah, I've never seen the streets full of people. Yeah.
0: Ever. There you go, pro tip. If yeah. you're coming to Oxford and you want to take pictures, come to Jericho because yeah. there's no people. So can you see a picture here that you want to take this evening?
1: Um, I'm looking. I think I'm going to photograph this side of the garage because the light is, is coming from there. Yeah. So these are, are more lit than the other side. And, um, yeah, I just love the griminess. And uh, further down the road, I'll show you another uh, row of garage doors, which... Um, got repainted the day after I shot them on <laughs> <laughs> on slide film but on, on my Fuji 6-9 because I kept passing them and the the patina and the, the the grime and everything just looked so cool and it's quite ironic <laughs> the, the, the day after yeah. I photographed I keep chuckling to myself think that someone must have seen me photographing them and and you know, I thought, oh, they're an embarrassment. Let's get them repainted. <laughs> yeah, can
0: you go around to our way and take some pictures of stuff and get them to tidy up? That'd, that'd be good. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> right, let's get some pictures of these doors then. I I'm, might I'm like, take a bit, like, yeah, picture of this church and like, look at some detail, perhaps. Yeah. Because um, it is quite a funky-looking building.
1: Yeah, just keep looking closer and closer. Just look at all the little signs. Um, any small little things that you'd normally overlook because you're looking at the whole building... Force yourself to hone in and um, if you're finding that too difficult, just look through the camera. Like don't move, just look through the camera and your that lens will hone in on small little details just because of the focal length.
0: Good plan, good plan. Oh there's a sign there, it says beaver. I think I'm already sold. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: it's super quiet, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: Not even many cyclists. We're just in a cyclist to go past, but for a city that's chock full of bikes
1: this isn't yeah this is almost cycle free area almost. yeah
0: there's it's not even cars yeah there's not even any of the dumped um <laughs> whatever those renter cycle things are that are everywhere else Oh town. yeah
1: the mo bikes and the ofo bikes
0: so we're going to amble down now towards the canal yeah. have a look there um so obviously you you like to shoot people a lot, but as mm. we just mentioned, there's really there's not much in the way of people around here. Um so So no,
1: when I come round here I'm just looking at the architecture and details, things like that. I'm never really looking for, for people when I stick to Jericho.
0: Sure, sure. Um would would it you know are you less likely in these more um what's the word I'm grasping for? Um, residential areas, mm-hmm. which this is. Are you less likely to stop and say, oh, can I take your picture here than you might be in town?
1: No, definitely not. <laughs> no. But it has to be something about the person that... Yeah, I think it might be able to get to run over. Catch run. my eye. There has to be a reason that I want to photograph them. And if I'm struggling for a reason, then I'm not going <laughs> to stop them.
0: Yeah, and I suppose it almost inherently... Around here, there's less showy stuff going on in terms of, you know, this is people living their quiet lives around here before they go out in town, right?
1: Uh, yeah. But from the t- 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 historical point of view, pictures of ordinary people will be interesting in decades from now, but there has to be something about them that I see in that final image that makes me want to stop them. Yeah. Otherwise, I could be stopping every single person that I saw on the street, but for me, not every picture will be interesting. Even if I was the only one to to look back at it, um, I don't think every picture would be particularly interesting.
0: So we're just at the canal here, going uh, which runs through Oxford. Um, it's a little river called the Thames. You might have heard of it. I mean, unless you're not English, in which case you probably won't have. Um, do you tend to amble out this way quite often, or do you uh, tend to stay? You know, obviously with work you, you have a lunch break you go out and it do you tend to stay fairly close and go to places you feel confident that you're going to get a higher hit rate or or will you range further afield uh,
1: there's, there's different factors quite often is it raining no example? no <laughs> well if it's raining i'm probably not out unless i've got a waterproof camera i want to use um but no quite often if let's say we've had a spell of wet weather and i haven't been able to get out and shoot much for a while or um we've had a baking hot spell and again i haven't been out for a while and if i've just got that real hunger to just shoot some film of whatever quite often i will just come out and do the one hour challenge yeah i want to rip through that whole roll in an hour or less yeah um, just to satisfy that that hunger so um and at a time like that i would just walk around jericho because if I can, um, no, if I decide to go into town, my walk at a brisk pace is 15 minutes into town, 15 minutes back. So that's half an hour kind of wasted. Yeah. So I would only really have half an hour of, of good shooting. And I've walked the various routes, and um, trust me, there's, <laughs> as hard as I can look, there's not that much um, of interest to me on the way there and back, Yeah. Um, on the odd occasion maybe, but um, but yeah, sticking around here and spending the whole hour around here, to me, is, is time better spent. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, does the ebb and flow of people, like, do you see seasonal variances? Like, Oxford is a very touristy town. Um, does that make a difference in your plans when you're thinking where to go? Do you, like, like um, on a day like today, in the last few weeks we've had, where it's been really hot and sunny, Will you perhaps be more inclined to go to places like the Riverside where you might find more people relaxing and more opportunities to take people? Or is that not your kind of thing, taking candid
1: people shots so much? Um, it all Because majority of my spare time is my lunch break. It all revolves around um, a certain radius because I need to factor in travelling right. to somewhere and back. <laughs> And so that is time out of my hour. Yeah. Um, so if I'm going to head down to the river like say half an hour is at the most is what I'm going to get. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of the time I probably, probably wouldn't. I would either walk into town and uh, or, or walk around here.
0: So it's, it's getting quite good focused use out of the hour shooting to really yeah. squeeze the maximum out of it. Yeah. Can.
1: yeah I'm not happy if I get two frame. I mean yeah I want to shoot <laughs> yeah
0: yeah okay well how are we getting on tonight so we've been out for I don't know okay. an hour or so how many films you got through so far
1: nine so we've nine. Got one left
0: one left yeah. and then you're moving on to what's the next film in the box um,
1: I've got either Velvia 100 because uh, I wanted to see um, how the Provia and Velvia were different um, so I- I'll make a decision after I've shot this last frame whether yeah. I'll push that Velvia because I think keeping it at 100 um, we're losing the light no. quite quickly Oh, I've got an, a nice expired roll of Fuji Color Super G 100, oh, I think, Super which G. expired in 98. It's my favorite superhero. <laughs> so I was thinking I might push that two stops and just see what I get. Yeah. So yeah, I may actually just put that in next.
0: Yeah. Well, let's go and see if we can get some quite. There's some ducks over there. Let's go and take some pictures of ducks. Cause okay. Who doesn't love a duck? All right. There's more people around here walking as well. So there's, you know, might be opportunities for some more candid people's yachts, maybe. There's a bridge and everything.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs>
0: we just need something to fall in the river. There's a nice rusty barge over there.
1: Yeah, that's a bit controversial. Oh, is it? Why yeah. is that controversial? I'm not sure of the exact story, but... Um, people not happy guy, that it's there? I, I, probably some people have been complaining, and I, I think the guy who lives on it, um, further just further along, he used to have a, a floating raft that he had built himself and had accumulated all sorts of um well some people might call it junk some people might call it you know treasure but um it just slowly sort of got bigger and bigger and i think he was told that he didn't have permission to have that moored there yeah so his, um, he had to get rid of it floating pile of junk I, I think so yeah
0: so we're just doing a very lovely stroll down the canal now and um, you were just saying, NASA, how much this has changed since mm-hmm. you first moved here. So um, there's a lot of new buildings hauled down. on am going to down by a cyclist, which is an ever-present threat in Oxford. Um, there's All, all these all the-
1: apartment buildings here used to be a Lucy's Steelworks. So it's just a big, massive steel factory, um, which I wish I had photographed. <laughs> yeah. The-
0: yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is, you, you never know when suddenly the thing that you've been taking for granted...
1: It's on your doorstep.
0: its just suddenly not there that's anymore, fine. and then you're instantly going to think, oh God, I wish I'd taken that picture. Yeah. Um,
1: well, can you imagine the pictures that I might have been able to, to make inside the steelworks? You know, maybe gotten some access one way or another, or, well, all those opportunities that, you know, gone. There's no chance of that now.
0: No, no, so definitely, um, what's the uh, Latin, um, hang on, there's something, uh, seize carpe the day. Carpe diem. Carpe diem, that was it. Oh, hang on, <laughs> ding ding, death by bicycle coming again. Um, as I said, you can tell we're in Oxford because of the ever-present <laughs> risk of just getting murdered by a, a dinging cyclist. This is the most British <laughs> walker. Look at that massive cat over in the apartment. As, a, as we're looking across, there's a great big Maine Coon cat chilling out. <laughs> That's a big cat. Meow. Not interested in me. Whatever cat. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's a shame because the buildings that are here now. I mean, they're not ugly, but they're not terribly interesting either in any sort of photogenic mm. sort way, are they?
1: Waterfront property, though. Yeah. There's res. There's res. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's
0: why we're wandering around here. We fit right in with this crowd. <laughs>
1: So we're on our way down to uh, the direction of Port Meadow now.
0: Okay, so Port Meadow, for those people who don't live in Oxford, what's Port Meadow? I mean, it's a meadow, I guess.
1: It's a massive, yeah, massive meadow that um, quite often has cattle grazing, horses grazing. Um, uh, there's some bylaw or something that I think gives everyone the right to graze animals on there. I wish I'd
0: I'd have brought one with
1: me. <laughs> Uh, Something like that.
0: Oh, hang on! I, I hear bells ringing. <laughs> when people talk about the bells of Oxford, this is what they mean. It's not the church bells, it's the uh, cycle paths. Um, so, on an evening like tonight, because the, the light is, although it's the sun's still going to be up for another probably hour or so, mm. it's clouded over quite a lot,
1: hasn't it? It's so, nice. um, but I think as we get close to the meadow and we get away from all this built-up area, we're going to start to see more of the sky. Um, and you'll see that the, the colours turning quite nice.
0: Yeah, uh, it, obviously it affects the contrast a lot when you get an evening like this. So does this... Uh, you, are you going to start looking for different things now? You've just finished your roll of Portra 100, what have you got in there now? Provia 100. No, oh, Provia no. 100. <laughs> yeah. It I've, begins
1: with a P. I've now got some Fuji Color Super G Plus 100. That I, ex- that's Colour Neg. That expired in 1998.
0: Uh, okay, uh, that's another 100 speed film. So at this point, are you gonna, are you gonna um, pu- push that?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna push it two stops, but I'm rating at 200.
0: Okay, can you? Sorry, uh, you're gonna push it two stops, yeah. and you're gonna rate it at 200. I'm
1: ignoring the push it one stop for every 10 years of expiry because I have personally found that's not really particularly accurate. I think two thirds of a stop for every 10 years. Um, at a a stretch but I've used so many expired rolls where I haven't um, overexposed based on the date at all and uh, the results have been fine so
0: yeah yeah and when you say you push it two stops and rate it at one stop over so yeah in in practical effects obviously does that mean you're going to assume that it's ISO 200 for shooting purposes but when you develop it you're going to develop as if it, it was 400 so with c41 because mm-hmm. this is a controversial topic mm. so a lot of people go well c41 that means you do absolutely nothing other than what you stand to do so it, it, if you're i think you're going to home dev this because yep. you said you you wait till you get a few films and then yep. you, but
1: so if you're going to push it an extra two stops i will give it extra time from top of my head i think push one stop in c41 is an extra 15 seconds I think and two stops will be an extra 30 seconds because it's only three minutes 15 in the first dev so that's why the the additional time is is so small
0: Okay, so so you don't hold with the um, notion which some uh, marginally including myself subscribe to that just chuck it in and it'll be fine No (laughs)
1: Well that's nonsense isn't it if you're underexposing the film you're processing it normal you're going to get underexposed Shots, aren't you?
0: Well, either I mean we know you know that the I mean this is Fuji film we're talking about here. You know that the tolerance is the bandwidth on that film is real broad.
1: If you overexpose it, I don't think this film is gonna like underexposure. I think Portra will be okay. Um but there's not many other Portra four hundred specifically will be okay, but I don't and Fuji four hundred H yeah, you might get away with underexposure or stop or two, depending on how you're scanning it but um, this film I don't think it's going to like being underexposed and developed normal
0: okay and is this based on any scientific testing that you've done <laughs>
1: uh, no but I've seen lots of Results and tests that other people have done online. Okay, anyway. well, hmm.
0: <laughs> until I've seen the scientific evidence, <laughs> I'm not sure I'll accept that. Well, let's go and see if we can find some horses, cows, sheep, <laughs> or others <laughs> okay. in this very nice, very nice evening out here, isn't it? Lovely, really lovely. And um, it's uh, it's amazing. We you step out, we we literally left Jericho, um, crossed over the canal, and walked down a little way, and it feels a lot more um, sort of. Rural suburban out here all of a sudden, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Certainly does. Um, but fortunately, still a high risk of getting run over by a push yeah, well bike. So page, I'm going to yeah concentrate on not not getting um, death bicycled. So
1: anyone following along via you know, maps or whatever, we've we're, we're, <laughs> good, good luck. We've really given you no. We're at the end of Walton Well Road, and we're just coming up to the railway bridge. Um, that's the cat. Across there's the some. Railway walk. Track.
0: There's another cat. I'm, I'm very good at spotting cats. That, that yeah. cat clearly looking for a mouse. Yeah. Oh, he's going to pounce! Wait for it! Wait for it! Nah, I can't be able to wait for any more. But no, you know, it would have really been great nice. if the cat had pounced. Right, I'll put this down so I can take some pictures. <laughs> the lights starting to fade out now on this lovely romantic evening stroll. <laughs> We're walking back along the Thames. Um, it's very nice, quite peaceful here now. I've finished a roll of film. There's only 24 exposures, but still, that's a whole roll of film I shot. It's pretty good going, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really good. Um, oh no, a bit of rain. It's your actual raining on us. Uh, oh, hang on, Death Bicycle.
1: <laughs>
0: I swear, it's been quite safe here oh, for the
1: Look at the water, the, look at the rain in the river. It's really coming down. You.
0: It's not really coming down, listeners. NASA's a big Jesse. Um, yeah, I can see the drops. <laughs>
1: it's coming down enough for me. He's to, getting the pack of Mac out. Um
0: It's been a really good evening. So we've got some pictures. Yeah. Um we visited some areas that you haven't been to for a little while, That's haven't we? Right. And so even now when the light's been fading too much for us to really get good pictures, it's been good to actually see opportunities that you've looked at and thought, Oh, I'm gonna come back up here. I totally um, agree, yeah, there's been a couple of things that you've seen, haven't you? Um we over by the bridge over there we saw a a rusted out bike that somebody has clearly fished out of the river there yeah Um,
1: i'm definitely coming back to photograph that um another time need a tripod uh, probably bigger format um but yeah i'm definitely coming back to photograph that before it disappears
0: yeah. yeah, and being down here at this time of night, or, or well, I suppose it is night now, I don't know what time it is, but seeing where the sun sets coming 25 down... 25 to nine. 25, okay, so night, we will call that night. Um, it's a time of day when you're not normally down here, so um, seeing how the sun's setting down the bottom of the river there and the opportunities that that opens up as well. Um,
1: it, yeah, nice sunset reflected in the river. Yeah. the colour keeps changing. Beautiful.
0: Yeah, so it's one of those things that even if you think you know an area and you've seen all an area has to offer coming back at a different time of day mm. um it can change things quite drastically uh so yeah so you you're saying you it won't be long before you're back here because chances are someone's going to clear up that bike soon so
1: surely yeah that's right so i don't want to be talking about uh, the one that got away the next time that, that I, I speak to you so um yeah well depending on the weather i know it's going to be raining tomorrow so it won't be tomorrow but um the next dry evening we have this week, I shall be back for that.
0: Yeah, and I think particularly with areas like this, I mean, we talked earlier about the fact that there's already building developments in places where before there were interesting old factories and steelworks and stuff. Um, and you you got to act quickly on this stuff. If you yeah. see something that you think, oh, I might like to take a picture of that one day...
1: Don't delay. Don't delay. Just cause do it.
0: it. Yeah, cause it might be gone. Cause you, know, you talked about. Um, this might have not been recorded, but you talked about some uh, other garage door, um, garage doors that you used to take pictures of that had you know lovely cracking paint on it and everything. And just after you'd taken pictures of them last time, someone came and repainted them That's all. That's right. Um, so there can be these little details, and there might be great stuff. And. Uh, I mean, one, always try and have a camera with you, obviously, because then you can take pictures of stuff when you see it. But if you don't have the right camera um, or you don't have the right film, like I said, you know, we're we packed up now because it's just got a bit too dark for whatever we've got shoot, to shoot. And also, I finished my royal film. Thank you. Um, but g- get back to it yeah. quickly. Uh, get the it...
1: film, load it up, go back. Yeah. Make some notes. To remind yourself of, of the things that you saw and the things you want to go back to because... Um, but that's something that I keep kicking myself is not to write in, I don't write enough things down I think oh I'll remember that and then of course you don't um, and then before you know something's changed and you think oh if only I'd written that down and it, that would prompt me to have, have gone back sooner
0: yeah so this has been a great evening wandering around Oxford taking pictures and just enjoying it. it's a really nice mild evening to be out mm. i said we're on this port meadow at the moment and it's
1: all oh, this sky that we can see
0: It's a lot of sky it's, it's almost a whole sky full of it yeah. um there's a, a great scent of barbecue over because everyone's brought out their little um disposable barbecues and their cooking stuff so there's a great smell of food so um my next question is definitely can we go and find some food or at least a cup of tea because i think that has to be an important next step um the the next thing we need to do nasa because mm-hmm. obviously you know oxford and you it's been great actually getting some insight into how you keep it fresh for yourself shooting in the same environment day in day out because that's the most important thing about your practice you are trying to shoot as much as possible every day and that's how you've got to the level you've got to with it um but i would love for you next time to come over to my neck of the woods which i think is dull as dishwater do it
1: so i can we will stop some residents and do some street portraits oh,
0: i'm already going off okay. this idea oh god they're very bad back- because okay. i've
1: been listening to you <laughs> complaining about oh where the little village that you live in is just not that much photographically interesting um and uh, when i heard you talking about that i thought right that's a challenge accepted <laughs>
0: and i never made this challenge let the record no, show <laughs> no
1: no <laughs> no but in, in my mind you know that's a, that's a challenge for me to to try and show you that look there must be some things that um that are interesting if you just look a bit closer
0: yeah absolutely and and, and that's what i want to, do. I want get, to past get you the over. familiar. yes yeah, see the world through your eyes mm-hmm. and then hopefully that will inspire me more going forward so um well it sounds like we've already got another date set up for the future yeah oh this, this is a very much, a budding romance <laughs> i mean it's gonna have to go some to beat this lovely uh, <laughs> dusk <laughs> walk along the river but um you know who knows well, all right Uh, Let's go find a cup of tea. Um, Nasser NASA Hussein is here with me.
1: We're Not in Oscar. NASA that's a Cricketer. Oh God, yeah, whoops. It's
0: Nasser NASA happy. Oh my god. Uh, do you know how much I care about cricket the other Nasser. Not at all. Yeah, ask me to name another cricketer and I'll quote with Ian Both. Oh my god. All right. Uh, Cut. 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 Um, I'll edit this, don't worry. Um